0: Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Jerry Jones
1: is issuing a warning. Warning. Warning to the NFC East. Oh my God, really? It is Chris Carlin in for Greeny. ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Still to come, a little edition of Carlin and Carlout regarding the NFL, and we will also check in later this hour with Hunter Pence, the former Giants outfielder, on everything we saw at the trade deadline. Jerry Jones made the following comment yesterday. and issuing of a warning to the NFC East, quote, we're going to be on our game. I will say that Philadelphia, and if you will, the Giants and uh, Washington team, they need to be on their game because we are. We are going to be our game, and we will be improved over last year. Today's a Bubba-heavy day. Bubba, I have one question for you. Why, why, why would you do that? Your thoughts. Well, I don't know if we'll ever get the answer to that because it's Jerry. I, I like his size. What's the problem? I couldn't hear you at all there. Can you hear There's me no now? No problem. Can you hear me? Are you are you plugged in? My yep. earpiece unplugged. Yeah, you're probably not plugged <laughs> in here. <laughs> get plugged in for crying out loud! I don't know how that happened. I think I just moved my seat back and the earpiece unplugged. I tell you what, I am just a mess. Bubba, please repeat it, even though the entire audience heard it and I did not. Yeah.
0: So you moved your seat back and you get <laughs> unplugged, but a five year old won't be able to take you down. Okay, <laughs> good one. The most important part of that quote was him just saying, and Washington team. (laughs) I feel like that's just a a great slight for no reason. He He can't keep
1: up. They've changed names three times in the last five years.
2: No one knows their name.
1: Uh, Nobody does know their name. And they might do it again. They're probably going to do it again, it seems like. Washington team. I'll tell you what. Jerry knows. We're going to be on our game. He knows. (sighs) Listen, I get it. Jerry's pumped up for this season. I understand that he's looking at it and feeling awfully good, even though he doesn't want to pay Zach Martin, one of the biggest parts of his team right now. But why do you do this? Why do you do this? You have done absolutely nothing in 30 years, and you want to turn around and start making proclamations when your quarterback has has been, to kindly put it, prone to the turnover over the last year plus. That seems absolutely ridiculous to me. I I really am kind of fascinated with the Jerry Jones notion of making sure that he wins before he runs out of time. Because clearly he feels like the clock is ticking right now. Not to be maudlin about it, but Jerry has always been not about winning – but about winning his way. That's why Jimmy Johnson was gone. That's why winning was never the most important thing to Jerry Jones. Credit has always been the most important thing. That he is as smart of a football man as anybody else out there. The one thing that he was smart about is he did not want to pay Dak Prescott. But he had to. And now he is at a point where he has to make another decision on Deck Prescott after this season. He could potentially give him a contract extension right now. There have been plenty of discussions about it, but it does not feel as if it is imminent in any way. Chris and I discussed this yesterday, and I just want to bring you back to Mr. Canty's comment in regard to what the Cowboys should consider doing after this season. Kyler Murray's going to be available this offseason, right? The Arizona Cardinals have waved the white flag before the season starts. They're tanking. They're going to try to get one of those signal callers next year, whether it's Drake May, Caleb Williams, one of those guys from the college ranks. Well, where does that leave Kyler Murray? Certainly he'll be available. His contract, what, he's making $46 million a year? That's starting to look like a bargain for a starting quarterback. It would be a young veteran quarterback that presents more in the way of athleticism and overall talent than Dak Prescott brings to the table. Now, I don't know that's going to equate to Dallas being able to do more high level winning, but my point with Dak is this. If we have to keep asking the question about whether or not he can get the Cowboys to winning a championship, eventually we're going to land on that answer being no. If it doesn't happen in 2023, I don't know that it's ever going to happen for Dak in Dallas. Well, let's talk about that. It's year eight. Like, seven years should be enough to have that answer. And to even further Chris's point there, I would argue they have their answer already. They've just been ignoring it. The answer is no. Because he hasn't gotten there. So until that answer is yes, I mean, you could say that about any quarterback that hadn't won a championship. But when you're the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, the expectations are set a little bit differently. And last season, he threw 15 interceptions. We know all about it. We don't have to go chapter and verse over that. But on the Kyler Murray front, Chris isn't wrong. Chris is not wrong at all. You might think that's nuts. Oh, they had to put the clause in the contract about him studying and all that. Okay. Can we all just remember that when Kyler Murray was signing that contract that he was 24 years old? I don't know about you. When I was 24 years old, I was an idiot. I was an idiot. And I was not playing with all of that pressure. Kyler Murray was silly in the way he approached his contract, his agent putting out a statement the day after the season ended two years ago for the, for the Cardinals. And they have to put that in there. But he still got paid. Why did he get paid? Because he's got the talent. His talent is undeniable. In four seasons, Murray has thrown 84 touchdowns and 41 interceptions. That number is certainly higher than you would want it to be. But if I told you that about an unnamed rookie quarterback through his first four years, I think you'd feel okay about it. I think you'd feel like you'd have a chance to win and then tack on that he's going to rush for anywhere between 5 and 10 touchdowns and another five or 600 yards. And he's 25 years old. And he's locked up at $46 million in a year, which in two years is going to be a ridiculous bargain. Look at all of these things and understand it is possible for people to mature. Is Arizona the Cardinals, is that organization one that you can definitively not find fault with when it comes to developing great players? Can you honestly say there's no doubt that they are not part of the problem? No, you can't say that. You can't say that. So Jerry might be putting everybody else, on notice for the NFC East this year, including the Washington team. But don't forget, next year, they're going to be looking for a quarterback. Don't forget that they have not wanted to give Dak Prescott an extension for a very good reason. Turns out, he's okay, but he's not going to get you over the top. Can Kyler Murray? I, I don't know the answer to that, but I certainly know that his ability is greater than Dak Prescott. And his athleticism, his ability to influence a game, is better than Dak Prescott. For the long haul, at five years younger? Yeah, I'll take that guy. 888-SAY-ESPN, Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. If you are the Cowboys, should everybody else be on notice? And is Dak your guy for the long term? Or is Canty out of his mind? We didn't really give you a chance yesterday to weigh in on whether or not Canty was out of his mind. Or for that matter, me being out of my mind because I think I believe it even more than he does. Lines are open at 888-ESPN and also on Bill Belichick and how much longer he has as the head coach of the New England Patriots. It's all there for you.
0: They said what? I have to believe one and one is three. I, I can't. I can't uh, operate where one and one is two. They said what?
1: That will never not be one of my favorite things in the world to hear. It will never not be that. Here was Jerry yesterday on the ticket in Dallas, opining on why Californians. Are so happy.
3: You know, you look around and you say, "No wonder
4: California folks are as laid back as they are. They smile as much as they do." Now, it may be something that's in the air. Too the weed out here is kind of like <laughs> going on.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a man who knows right there. That's a man who knows. Wow, the weed out here—that is some top-notch stuff. That explains so much. Oh, it really explains so much. God bless Jerry. He is always the gift that keeps on giving. It ain't just the sunshine, it's the weed. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I was compared to somebody yesterday, well, I have been for, frankly, a few years, and uh, I got to meet him yesterday, and it was, uh, it was a moment, but I... I don't know if I see it. Physically, I see it. I don't know if I see it in what people compare us with. We will get into that. And we have got Carlin and Carl Out on the way, including who the next Patriots head coach will be. Because that is an easy answer on ESPN Radio.
4: eligible items only exclusions apply for the ones who get it done Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickranger.com or just stop by
3: this show is sponsored by better help. We all carry around different stressors. I do you do. We all do
0: Greeney, the podcast.
1: I love it. People are fired up on Kyler Murray. People are fired up on Bill Belichick. It's Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Starting Stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. The guy who's going to take over for Bill Belichick eventually in five minutes. First, though, we hear from you at 888-SAY-ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. 3776 Chris starts us off on ESPN Radio. Chris, what do you got, bud?
5: Hey, buddy. Just so, so my thing is I'm lost where this logic that Dak Prescott is an average quarterback. And the whole Kyler Murray thing, uh, if you look at their career, leave college aside, Kyler hasn't done anything that Dak hasn't. As a matter of fact, Dak's been better year in and year out better QBR, uh, more touchdowns, more everything, and Kyler's undersized. So I I think we take these 15 interceptions last year, and it's a big deal. But when you look at his resume, that hasn't been a big deal. So, I'm just lost with, with the Dak Kate. I think he's an above average quarterback. Is he top five? No. Is he top 10, absolutely.
4: Uh, is Kyler Murray better? I think I'm not so sure to be
1: about changed. top 10. I think top 10 is pushing it by far. I think he's in the top 15. And boy, that's exciting to have a top half of the league quarterback. Here's the other problem, Chris. Everything that you're saying, you are discounting two things. Number one, that Kyler Murray is five years younger than Dak Prescott. And number two, that Dak Prescott has exactly two more playoff wins in three more seasons than Kyler Murray does. That, to me, is the bigger issue, because you can never once say that Dak Prescott wasn't given an opportunity with players around him. Kyler Murray has been immature. There is no fighting that. But I'll take my chances on a guy's ability to mature and get better if he gets into a better situation. Kevin is up next on ESPN Radio. Kevin, go.
0: Yeah, I just I just don't get Chris Canty's logic behind it. Every time I hear Canty talk about the Cowboys, it's negative. And I just think he throws things out to get this reaction, honestly. Then you don't because... know
1: Chris Canty. <laughs> that's honestly true. You really don't know him because that's not what he's about. He keeps it a buck. In every way. He played for the Cowboys. He has nothing but love for the Dallas Cowboys. you got to understand one thing. He's going to tell you what his truth is. And when it comes to the Cowboys, and he has been saying this for months, he thinks they're going to be a major letdown this year. And it's not even necessarily about the team. It's about the coach. And it's about the offensive coordinator, who are now the same person. He does not trust Mike McCarthy one bit in a big spot. And the turnovers for Dak Prescott, you cannot argue with them. You cannot. There, There's no reason whatsoever for a, a guy like Dak Prescott at this juncture of his career to throw 15 interceptions. I don't want to hear about tips. I don't want to hear about any of that stuff. And to the earlier caller's point, Chris, who checked in, You check QBR, there's really only one or two years where Dak's QBR has been massively better than Kyler Murray's, and one of those years was his rookie year. Bill is up next on ESPN Radio. Bill, you're up, buddy. What do you got?
2: Hey, Carlin. I think that guys like Bill Belichick and maybe Brian Cashman, who are so synonymous with winning – will not be fired by their organizations. They'll be put into a different position within the organization or promoted to something that's unceremonious or something that really doesn't have a whole lot to do with the baseball or or football operations of the organization, but still there to appease the fan base. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that.
1: I understand what you're saying. And what I'm worried about from that Belichick standpoint, that should be how this goes. You should get elevated in the organization and then you're in the front office. Bill is just cantankerous enough to fight it. Can you not I could see that. I could see Bill not wanting to go out on anybody else's terms but his own. So then Robert Kraft is going to have a very difficult decision to make. And frankly, it's not a terribly difficult decision if the Patriots don't have a 9 or 10 win season this year with the defense they have and with the fact that they are playing the easiest schedule in the NFL this year. Shouldn't they win? 10? 11? Shouldn't they? He is 25 and 25 since you know who left town. That tells me everything I need to know.
0: With all the stories in the world of sports... And there's so much more to go. It's time to find out if Carlin is in or out. Are you in or are you out? This is Carlin or Carl Out on Canty and Carlin.
1: You're damn right it is. Cam Pratt is our host of Carlin or Carl Out. Let's find out. Cam, what do you got? All right, we pick up
2: right what we were just talking about. How about this, Carlin? Bill Belichick, whenever he transitions out of New England... Mike Vrabel will be the Patriots'
1: next head coach. Are you Carlin or Carl-Out on that? I am big-time carl Lynn on that. There is virtually no doubt in my mind because Robert Kraft is going to pay him an absolute fortune to be the next head coach. He is one of the brightest minds in the game. He has had a ton of success in Tennessee. He has consistently uh, done a pretty good job in making sure that they could at least be a factor. I don't know how big of a factor they're going to be this year. I think they're going to be a letdown, but that has more to do with where their roster is. Absolutely, Mike Vrabel is the perfect next coach of the New England Patriots. Next. Jerry
2: Jones has issued a challenge to the NFC East. It's been 20 seasons. 2004 Eagles were the last... Team to repeat as NFC's champions. So, are you Carlin or Carl out on the NFC's finally having a repeat champion for the first time in 20 years? That would be the Eagles winning it this oh, year.
1: Oh, I'm Carlin on that. I am not bailing on the Eagles anytime soon. I still think people underrate what Jalen Hurts is. You have to look at, go back, do yourself a favor. You know what? Do yourself a favor. We're not there yet. Okay. We're not at the season yet. You're going to hit the point here in the next 10 days where you're tired of preseason games, you don't want to watch the second half of a preseason game because nobody's playing. Go watch the Super Bowl again. And go watch how Jalen Hurts played in that game. If we're being truthful, if Jonathan Gannon wasn't such a knucklehead in that game, the Eagles are world champions right now. And Jalen Hurts would have been the MVP. The Eagles this season, are set up just as nicely, they are absolutely going to repeat as NFC East champions. Next!
2: All right, we've talked a lot about Damian Lillard and his market, and now there's a memo that the NBA releases about his trade request. Brian Windhorst said the other day, I think yesterday, that there's not really a lot in terms of a market besides Miami. So with that being said, and Joe Cronin probably wanting to get the most he can for Dame Lillard, Will he begin this upcoming season in Portland? Or are you Carlin or
1: Carl out on that? I'm Carl out on him beginning the season in Portland. I don't believe he will. That doesn't serve anybody. Now, look, I am rooting as hard as anyone for him to not end up in Miami. Really, just out of the fact that I do not want to hear from the Miami Heat fans. They, are, they have really become amazingly insufferable over the last 10 to 12 years.
2: I hope Amber's listening.
1: Uh, she knows I love her, but she knows how I feel. Like the other day, Amber had a rant on Twitter about how how unjust this whole thing was when that memo went out, and I just responded with, oh, no. She knows exactly how I feel. Here's the thing. Where else is he going? Where else is is going to give him, or is going to give the Portland Trailblazers a package that they're going to be happy with when Wendy tells you that there's no other team right now that is a true contender for Dame Lillard's services. Take it to the bank, and eventually they will come to that realization in Portland. Next,
2: all right, last one. We talked all about the Mets at the top of the show, selling off a lot of assets. Now the the attention shifts to Pete Alonso's contract. So Carlin. Could this be his final season
1: with the Mets? Are you Carlin or Carl out on that? I'm Carl out on it being his final season with the Mets. I do wonder what those discussions are going to look like next offseason after a middling-type year, although Bubba still has them winning the World Series even though the GM told you they're not going to. Here's the thing. They're going to have to pay him a fortune. I do think Pete Alonso very much wants to be a Met for life. But in professional sports more than ever, we see guys who want to be a player in a town for their entire life, and that ends up going nowhere. It ends up ending a lot sooner than we expected. So I guess I'd be interested to know if this offseason, if those discussions happen, I can't imagine Steve Cohen letting Pete Alonso, as having become truly the face of the Mets get to his free agent year without a new deal in place. I can't imagine. Carlin in for Greeny at ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. And, of course, on the ESPN app where you can watch Greeny. Just click watch, look for Greeny, and enjoy. In just moments... Speaking of the Mets, why are teams with the highest payrolls struggling the most in Major League Baseball? We ask a two-time champ.
4: Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement... Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to macys.com/giftfinder today. That's macys.com/giftfinder.
6: Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: Greeny, the podcast. To
1: say it was a busy trade deadline day would be... A bit of an understatement. It's Carlin in for Greenie on ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888 729 We get back to some of your calls shortly. First, though, we welcome in Hunter Pence, two-time World Series champion, four-time All-Star, doing some work with NBC Sports Bay Area on the Giants games. He joins us right now, and, of course, he is the founder of the Healthy Planet project his nonprofit hunter we appreciate a few minutes how are you doing
5: hey Carlin doing pretty good uh yeah it, you're right it was madness this trade deadline as is every uh, trade deadline but this one was was in particular
1: okay so let's start there what caught your attention the most what surprised you the most
5: I mean there's a couple things and 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 just because it surprised me it's gonna make it makes for great stories I mean obviously the angels deciding to be buyers was was a pretty big thing you know the Otani trade could have you know maybe set them up for what they're building right now to be this great future uh maybe who, who knows but I think them being buyers I think the Padres and the Marlins were very interesting I know they're under the radar but even if you look at at the Angels and and obviously the Rangers and the Astros both made the big move they got Scherzer and Verlander respectively uh the Mariners are literally just a half game behind the Angels they're they're chasing several teams you know the Blue Jays obviously lost Bo Bichette, but the Red Sox. So that, to me, is, is, is and the Marlins kind of buying, kind of selling, but also having a great season. And, and the Padres, I love that they're going for it, but that whole division is ahead of them besides the Rockies. It's just, yeah. So I, I know you asked for one thing. Obviously, I think if you're going to pick one, I think it's, it's kind of the Angels and Padres for me that, that surprised me.
1: All right, let's go back to Scherzer, though, for a sec. Hunter, when you're watching him, what level is he at compared to where he was at his best?
5: You know, I don't think, it, I don't think it's a huge amount off, you know. And, and I think that anytime you get a Scherzer or a Verlander, and, and Scherzer, we're, we're speaking Scherzer in particularly, they just have, a, they have, they have the experience. They, they bring with them a lot of knowledge that, that has intangibles throughout the clubhouse. Uh, it sends shockwaves through your organization, your city, of, of excitement, of hope. Um, and you know, they've, they've had their ups and downs in the playoffs as well, but they've been there. They've done that. There's a wealth of knowledge. Uh, and I think that getting, getting out of kind of the stress that's been going on with the Mets will be an upliftment for both of them. And everyone's going to be excited to have them. They're going to be excited to be getting into this season. I think that that Scherzer may be a tick off, but I think that that tick can come back.
1: Hunter Pence with us. Of course, two-time Super Bowl, or two-time Super Bowl, two-time World Series champion and a four-time All-Star. Hunter, everybody looks at Texas and how much better they're playing, but they're probably not putting enough into the influence that Bruce Bochi is having there. So, as someone that has played extensively for him, please kind of lay out the influence that he has on a team.
5: Yeah, he has a massive influence. And when Boach walks into a room, he changes the room. Uh, you know, he he has just—he's he's really witty. He's fun to be around. He's intense. He has a lot of fire. He's thinking about the game. So I, I think as players, you know, a lot of times there's, there's there's so many decisions that go into each game, and anytime you know, it, it, there's so many ways to second guess every decision everywhere. But he's thought about everything and is so. Good at handling so many things beyond just like like the, the the decisions within a game is like clockwork for him. He is a master at that. You feel as players like we have an advantage just because Boch is the one running this the you know running the ship like you believe in him and even if like you didn't understand a decision, if you go and ask him, he's thought about four different things you haven't even thought about. so he exudes that confidence which becomes like unconscious and you know you just kind of you learn from him. But he also is fun to be around, knows how to turn the page, knows how to push, uh, push you and, and, and get a little bit more. So he's fun, he's smart, he's fun to be around, and, and he's, a, he's a fun player, like manager to play for. Like the players love him, and, and he just has a way of, of, of bringing about excellence.
1: Why are the teams like the Mets, the Yankees, San Diego, Philadelphia, not playing at the level that we would have expected them to considering they're the top four payrolls in baseball?
5: You know, it's, that's a that's a lot longer debate than just a, a quick, a little answer. Mm. But baseball is a, is a crazy game, and, and you can't always put your finger on it. And I honestly don't have all of the knowledge of what's going on behind the scenes, who's doing what. Um, but let's face it, there's a lot of really smart people, and this is the Major League, Base, Major League Baseball at the highest level. And no matter what you pay, if you're not putting in all the stuff behind the scenes to give your players the, the chances to succeed – um, you're not do you're not on top of you know the cutting edge and 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 because right now we're in the information age and there are so many ways to squeeze all of the juice out of the orange and to get more than ever before and if you're not covering all the the bases behind the scenes people can gain that ground whether or not they have the most talent so it's about getting the most talent on what you have making the right decisions at the right time um, and and sometimes it can be one of the most challenging things when you do have that big of a payroll. Uh, to get everyone on board. Um, so it, it comes with its own challenge of because of, baseball is a team sport and chemistry, in my opinion, matters. So I don't know all of the exact details, but it takes a very delicate balance between paying and having the right talent and getting the most out of all of your team.
1: Hunter Pence with us, two-time World Series champion, four-time All-Star, working with NBC Sports Bay Area on the Giants broadcast. Uh, right now, after getting... Verlander back. Are the Astros back to being the favorites and on the verge really of turning this into a dynasty?
5: You have to say that the Astros are the favorites. Uh, and my, I? And, and me personally, obviously, I'm, uh, you know, Boach. I'm connected to both teams. I played for mm-hmm. both teams, lived in both cities, grew up in Texas, uh, lived in Houston for a long time, just moved to San Francisco. But uh, I'm rooting for Boach. I mean, he, he's the guy that's uh, meant so much to my career, uh, had so many, you know, so many just memories and made history with him. But if you're looking at the emotionless favorite, it has to be the Astros and, and just their track record. But just because you're a favorite, you got to get out on the field and you got to play the games. And and records are broken and history is made. Baseball is one of those uh, you know beautiful games where you never know. And the team that could come out of this could be a team like the Seattle Mariners who didn't necessarily make the big trade, and they just get hot. And, and, and there's a lot of things going on that you don't necessarily see. Sometimes there's superstar players in the making that are going to be making their names for themselves. So, yes, the Astros are the favorite, but let's play some baseball.
1: Uh, two last ones here. Hunter, when you look at the Mets' disaster, what happened?
5: <laughs> I know that there's a lot of stress. Uh, I, know, I don't know a lot of the young players over there. But it, it doesn't seem like it's uh, – it, it seems like the, the pressure is almost crippling the team. And, you know, I, like I said, I'm not in the pulse of what the Mets are doing. You, you see the highlights. You see the scores. You see, see the games. And you also see the talent of the team. And it is kind of tough to fathom uh, that they are where they are. But that division – I mean, look at the Philadelphia Phillies. They brought in Turner. Rob Thompson to me is one of the greatest minds in baseball. Understanding the human element, um, he's he's completely turned around that culture. Those those players are playing as a unit, um, and they had a rough start as well. Uh, the Atlanta Braves and what they've been able to do—they're the—they're the you know the, the status of baseball right now with their young talent, uh, veteran pitching, and, and just you know just been they've been the caliber in, in the NL East, and then the Marlins are on the up and up. Uh, They have a lot of young, really crazy arms. So it's a tough division. The game is tough. They've gotten kind of crippled by the pressure. And if you ask me, that would be – if I was to put a finger on it, it's almost that they're trying too hard. Uh, They're putting a lot of pressure on themselves. And in baseball, you kind of got to do less. You got to – and it's a a weird – like I said, I, I like the word. It's a delicate balance. Um, but you have to get all the parts playing. You have to you have to be loose. You have to be free. And it takes a unique, uh, just a unique group to to be able to free themselves for that. So expectation actually makes it a lot harder, especially when you're bringing a lot of these these egos in all at once.
1: Okay, now back in 20, I think it was probably 2014, 2015. Fans started to make signs, kind of at your expense, and you had fun with it. Where it said, you know, Hunter Pence can't do this. Hunter Pence can do that, whether it was in your favor or against you. I'm going to run a few of those signs by you, and you tell me what is true and what is not, okay? All right,
5: let's get it, Chris.
1: (laughs) Hunter Pence brings 13 items to the express lane. No, I'm not. I'm a rule follower. (laughs) Hunter Pence. My wife might. (laughs) your, Your wife might. Okay. Hunter Pence whispers sorry when he catches a fly ball. Never. Hunter Pence thinks that Game of Thrones is just okay.
5: Um, that one fluctuated. Sometimes true, sometimes false.
1: Yeah, it was really a disappointment at the
5: end. I mean, after was... the after the ending, and now it's just okay. But until then it was insane.
1: Uh Hunter Pence can't parallel park.
5: Uh true. True. Okay. Hunter... Yeah, I'm not a parallel parker.
1: Hunter Pence hates bacon.
5: Oh, I love bacon. False.
1: Oh, we're getting out on that. Well done. Do you remember any that was really you laughed at the most that was the funniest one that you oh, saw? Oh, yeah. What was Oh, that? yeah.
5: Hunter Pence chooses hamburger in the hot dog race in Milwaukee.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he is the founder of the Healthy Planet Project. Where can people find out about that, Hunter?
5: Uh, healthyplanetproject.org. Uh, you can get involved there. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's going to be a newsletter every week and yeah, just get out in your communities. We're planting trees. We're picking up trash. We're, we're cleaning up the, you know, the Bay and, and also all around the country. Hopefully we'll be able to expand, but, uh, that's where you can find out about it. I appreciate the love.
1: That's right. Hunter Pence, two-time world champion. We appreciate it, man. Maybe even see him play with the Savannah bananas a little bit. Thanks again.
5: All right. Take care.
1: That was awesome. Hunter Pence can't parallel park. That's a pretty good one. My favorite here that I saw was Hunter Pence can't even. <laughs> Just leave it right at that. He has a great sense of humor about it. It's Carlin Infragrini on ESPN Radio on Sirius XM Channel 80. So yesterday, uh, you probably saw on first take that Roman Reigns, the WWE champion, and Paul Heyman were in studio with Stephen A. Smith. And, and Paul Heyman did something that nobody could has ever really truly been able to do, and that was give Stephen A an argument that he could not argue with about him being the greatest of all time as far as managers. Uh, Didn't even want to give Bobby Heenan any love, uh, Jimmy Hart, nothing. Uh, Heenan's the best. But anyway, for whatever reason, over the years, people have told me that I sound like Paul Heyman on the air. One of the guys that has said that to me is Jeff Passan has told me that, has sent me a text in the middle of the show. Anybody ever tell you that? And so I got a picture with Paul yesterday, and it was very cool. But, Bubba, I don't know. Cam, answer this if I truly do sound like him. So let's see if we can find out for a second, all right? This is Paul Heyman. My name is Paul Heyman. Okay. <clears throat> My name is Chris Carlin,
2: how do you not? See, I mean, that's how do you much, not hear the similarities? That's there. a one for one. Uh, I you if if I didn't know which one was which, I don't think I would know whose voice it
1: was. I, I mean, physically, we're around the same uh, and know, vocally sort of stature. It's, yeah, it's, there's a lot in common there. My name is Paul Heyman. My name is Chris Carlin. Do you know that, like the? The biggest regret I have of my entire career is I had an opportunity to audition as a WWE announcer back in the day. Oh, wow. And I passed on that because I wanted to be a serious broadcaster. That's embarrassing. How's that going? I think you can see it. Tomorrow, another one.
0: for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN
5: and also available wherever you get your podcast.